The following podcast is completely fictional. All of the characters, even those based on real people, are fictional. They are just impressions by a weird dude talking to himself for your enjoyment. Hola, bramigos. It's your boy, ATD. It's another episode of The Lot Scene. Today, episode four, we are going to be talking about Rage Wage. What is it? It's the game I've been playing for a long time, and I'd love to share the rules with you. Also, we got pigeons playing ping pong dropping into the studio. We're going to have a one-word concert review with Owen Wilson. And Right Wing Rose is going to be stopping in as well to the studio to talk. And then we are interviewing the genius, the man, Mr. Aaron Magner, keyboardist of the Disco Biscuits. Let's get this shit fucking going. It's the lot scene. Okay, okay, okay. Here we are. Another one. No, I promise to never, never do that again. That was horrendous. Let's get right to it. Talking rage wage. What is it? What's going on? What are you talking about, ATD? What, what is rage wage? I'm going to tell you what it is, okay? Rage wage is a game of fantasy tour. It's just basically fantasy tour. But I've been playing it since before there was fantasy tour. And that was part of the craziness when I joined it. And I used to do a lot of concert reviews, like fake reviews and stuff. And I never really uh, engaged too much with the whole picking songs from tours and trying to play that, which I probably should have done. I just didn't really get into it too much. I think I played it like one time, but it's great. You know, I'm glad that people are, are playing it. It is, it's a great concept, uh, but it's just one that I've already been doing anyway. So I just kind of had ones I was doing with, with friends when I would go to shows and I didn't really want to do it with just strangers. So uh, I've always had a crew of people that I played fantasy tour with. Uh, we'd pick 10 songs. It was really simple. Fish was basically, if it was just a normal night, we're picking 10 songs, nine originals, one cover. That's how it started. For years, we were just doing that with Fish and then brought in Biscuits, which, you know, gives room for some craziness because they do go in and out a lot more of song, you know, into songs and, and they'll finish songs on different nights. So it can make it fun. And really, Rage Wage just started kind of blossoming in the 2000s when I started seeing the Biscuits uh, with a bunch of my friends. We started getting a little crazy with it. You know, we would do it for camp, Biscos. We'd, we'd do it for uh, two or three night runs where we would pick 15, 20 songs, five covers. You know, we kind of got bigger and bigger with it. But where it's at right now, after all these years, is kind of my favorite 
version of Rage Wage. I guess the raging not as is hard. Uh, I'll get to that. But uh, as it is right now, you pick same deal. If it's one show, you're picking nine originals, one cover, and uh, if it's a multiple night run, there's two ways to go. You can either say each night we're going to be picking a new round of 10, or you could go into the run saying we're picking, you know, 15, 20 songs. That's going to cover the two or three days. So like for Halloween, for example, uh, our picks carried over. We picked, I think, like 15 songs uh, over a three-night Halloween Vegas run. So that's, you know, and that's pretty standard for Fantasy Tour. There's nothing crazy there. Rage Wade really, what you know, the way I like it now, which is really fun, is that if any of the songs you pick uh, of the 10 songs fall as an opener, then it is times two. So if it's original, it's two points. Uh, Anytime your song is played in a set, you get points for it as well. So if it's, you know, helicopters and the confrontation of helicopters and you had helicopters, you're getting two points on that. If you pick the song that is a closer, then that's going to be times three. So that's, again, so if you open, if the set opens with helicopters... You're taking, you got one, now it's two, uh, two points for that. Helicopters then closes the set, now it's three points for that. You're getting five points total uh, on that helicopter. So uh, that's where things can get really fun with uh, Rage Wage. The way we've been doing it lately, it's had for some really crazy finishes where some people have just done just damage in the in the final set of a run. Uh, Ardmore, we had a great one. We with this dude came back from so many points down, like sixteen points down, and just crushed it the last set to uh, to take over. And and biscuits are more fun when it comes to to these new rules. We've done things where it's like you get other points if you you can you can pick. Of your 10 songs, you can pick one is inverted, one is dyslexic, whatever. And, and you know, if it hits, then, then you know, it times two, times three. However, there have been really some rules over the years that have always kind of made us laugh. One of the rules were if they played Crater, you would have to immediately take Acid. Uh, they never played Crater. At one point, I know my homies Pete and Andrea, I think they were at a show a couple years ago, 2016 maybe, so I don't even know, maybe longer, where they went to My Lady Survives. It was basically Crater. I don't know if they took acid for that, actually. But here's here's what I can tell you. Rage Wage started innocently with the picks, and then we started getting a little crazy where we said that if, you know, someone wins, we put money on it, maybe someone loses, we would, that's where the rage wage was. That's where if you came in dead last after a night or a run, when we were just partying it at the Hodies, you know, we started coming up with things that people might have to do if they were the loser. To be honest, and I'm probably happy that I forget most of them, but I can tell you that it got to the point where we were in New York City for a few nights. We had big picks. Everybody was checking their picks. It was, it was back and forth. And... I know this. I don't even remember who won, but I know that Pete lost. And the homie Pete, he as the rage wage that we discussed going into is that he would have to now boof something. And, uh, you know, who doesn't like to joke about boofing, right? Well, here he was and he had lost and he had no choice but to boof. And, you know, we did. He did boof. He went and he into the bathroom. He boofed a bunch of Molly and. You know, he came out of that bathroom, you know, a man defeated. And I'll tell you this much. That was 
the last night that I really kicked it with the whole crew for a, for a variety of reasons. But that was the last night we did like a big hang. It ended with a boofing of Molly in that New York City hotel room that where we said, oh, my God, this is where we've come to. We have done the rage wage to this point over a decade now where it went from just simply picking some songs to then it was betting some money and then it was winners and losers and then now here we are where this man has just boofed a bunch of molly just finger in the asshole and then we never really partied like that ever again like that that was that was that was the peak right there and then since then we've seen each other periodically over the years and I can tell you this, my crew, they all have kids and families and uh, and uh, and Pete is sober. And, you know, that's that's you know, that's what this game does to you is what I'm saying. OK, when we hit that moment, we all looked at each other fucked up as as all hell in this hotel room. Our boy just just boofed. And that's when I think just something collectively hit us. And that's when we knew. Now, we had to get our fucking shit together, and uh, and that's what we did. We all went uh, our own ways, and uh, people had careers, and people got uh, families and own homes and shit. And, uh, yeah, we, like, grew up a little bit after that. So, basically, you can go as simple or as far as you want to go when it comes to fantasy tour. You can just stick to playing with strangers on the Internet, or you can get together with your friends, pick a whole bunch of songs, you know, maybe put five bucks on it, maybe say, hey, whoever wins gets a drink. Cool. But, you know, if you get to the point where the loser is putting drugs in his asshole, then that's probably when you've taken it too far, is what I have found. And that, my friends, is Rage Wage. Uh, so now you know, all right? Nine songs, one cover. And now we're doing it streaming for Couch Tour. Like before Ardmore, before a bunch of these runs that they were doing over COVID, and we were all trapped in our house. I reached out through Instagram. A bunch of people got together. We all got our picks in. You know, nine originals, one cover. Get them in. If your cover hits as the closer, you pick Run Like Hell, and it closes second set, boom, that's four points. That's huge. You can even add to that, too, if you want to say if any of the songs you pick lands as an encore. If you want to add that if any of your songs land are inverted, then that could be times five. I don't know. You could say if if they play Crater that you have to take acid. You know, we can keep that one going. So if uh, we had a thing, I think, for a while that they played a certain song that we would just tear up our picks, everybody wins. I forget what song that was. I feel like it was Unspoken Rhyme, which I was at the show on January 2nd, 2016, 17, that New Year's run where they did the wheel and they played Unspoken Rhyme. And I felt like one of three people who knew what song that was. I don't know if you were at that show where they did the wheel and they played Unspoken Rhyme. But if you're listening to this and you were at that show and it landed on Unspoken Rhyme and you were actually super thrilled, you're like, I know that song. I love that song. Then, you know, you're my homie. Because I was screaming at the Best Bite Theater. I was so happy. I, that was that was the song I always said they needed to bring back. And they brought it back for one night. So anyway, guys. Uh, let's bring on our first guest, shall we? That's enough of me talking. Guys, uh, super excited to have this up-and-coming Baltimore-based jam band. Uh, haven't seen these guys. I've never talked to them. Don't really know much about them. Excited to hear all about this uh, exciting new jam band. So please give it up for Pigeons Playing Ping Pong. 
Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, okay, what's going on here? Yo. Yo, okay. What? What's up? Okay, has anyone, has anyone seen my producer? Yeah. What? You can't be serious, right? Oh, Jesus Christ. No, that's, that was actually a good hit. What? What is happening? This this isn't this isn't it, guys. Guys, come on. Can we talk for a minute? If we could just if we could just talk, that'd be great. What is okay? I'm sorry, guys. It's a little crazy here in the studio right now. Hey, you. What are you doing? Come on, man. Dude, that's expensive. God, Jesus Christ. Oh, shit, he's taking a he's taking a poop. Can we get the can we get maintenance over here? We got uh, they're shitting everywhere. Oh fuck! Got some in my arm. Ugh. Hey, hey, what are you what are you get off that? Get off that! Oh shit! Okay, okay, guys, we're not gonna we're, not, we're getting nowhere. Guys, we're getting no. This is not. Yeah, honestly, I don't even understand why these guys are even that big. I don't get it. It's not. It's like what people who hate fish think fish sound like. This is awful. Guys, no. Okay, okay. Give me that ball. Give me that ball. Oh, Jesus. Guys, uh, okay. All right, give me the... Hey, get over there. Get off my desk. Come, come on. All right, can someone get that guy? Okay. All right, round, round, get him up. Okay, perfect, perfect. Oh, wow, that was really good round right there. Oh, okay. Get him out of here. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, guys, uh, that was pigeons playing ping pong. There they go. Okay. Feeling like they're a little overhyped. But, uh, all right, we're going to keep this going. And next up, we're doing a new segment. That's right. We're doing one-word concert reviews, and we're bringing in some big celebrities to do this. So we're really excited about this new segment here on The Lot Scene. So here's the one-word concert review with Owen Wilson reviewing the recent Billy String show. Wow. All right, and that was it. That was the one-word concert review with Owen Wilson, everybody. Great stuff, Owen. Thanks for popping in. All right, let's keep it moving. Our next guest, first time here on the show. We're excited to talk with her. She's an old-school deadhead. Been doing it since the beginning. So we're excited to talk to someone who's been touring since the 60s. And she's got some stuff to say. So everybody, let's give a warm welcome to Right Wing Rose. Thank you, Rose, for stopping by today. Nice to have you. Nice to be here, both of Dave. So, Rose, when did you start seeing The Grateful Dead? I started seeing The Grateful Dead in 1947. Okay, well, uh, they didn't actually get together until the 60s, the mid-60s. So, how, how does that work? Oh, I was following them around just individually before they even formed a band, you see. Oh, so just you just knew them as people... Individually. Okay, and then they formed a band. You just happen to know all the people in the band, is what you're telling me? That's right, Shani. Okay, well, that seems like a reach, but, you know, if that's true, that's kudos to you. Back then, we'd just drive around in, in our 
VW fans. That's right. You know, just we go to the shows for free. Oh, the shows were free, huh? Man, that's a lot changed <laughs> since then. That's right. It was just free acid. Free acid. Oh, man. Yeah, and free food. Ooh. Yeah, and the parking lot and, and free concerts everywhere out in the park and in the streets. Oh, man. Damn, that's that's so cruel. What a beautiful time, man. The, the summer of love and all that, right? Oh, it really was. It really was the best of times. The music was so good. And we were just, everybody was, you know, caring for each other. And, and uh, you know, everything was free. That's it, huh? The golden age of the Grateful Dead, I always said. Yeah, I bet. You know, right before the Jews came in. Uh, excuse me? That's right. You know, the Jews came in, and that's... And then everything was one for two, and three for five, and... The Jews? Wait, but you just said one for two, three for five? Yes. I think you mean one for three, two for five. No. Back in the 60s, it was one for two, and three for five. Whoa. Man, that is a great deal. Well, I mean, free is better, but... No, yeah, I mean, sure, but now, now it's one for three, two for five. What a... I guess that's inflation for you, huh? Times are different now. Yeah, um, anyway, yeah, but about the Jew thing, yeah, uh, Rose, don't, yeah, we're, we're not liking that. As a Jewish person, I'm, I'm gonna have to ask you to, to cut that kind of talk out. You know, keep on tucking. You mean keep on trucking? No, I'm, I mean tucking. I love my boy Tucker Carlson. <laughs> he tells it like it is. That head above the day. If he tells it like it is. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, I hate, I hate that guy. Okay, so, so you listen to the dead your whole life, right? Are you, uh, you doing dead and company? Oh, no, that's, that's a little too diverse for me if you catch my drift. Ah, uh, okay, that's, that's racist. Um... Do you know about the Disco Biscuits? The who? The Disco Biscuits? Is that a, a Quaalude? No, it's a band. Actually, it's a, it's a jam band. A jam band? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Sometimes I hear the Disco Biscuits playing in people's cars, you know, after a strange folks show sometimes. Oh, that's cool, I guess. Yeah, and they and that way we always know which car to run up to and rob because you know they had drugs. <laughs> Damn it, Rose. <laughs> Trump 2024, baby. Oh, God. No, no. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, I'll be honest. I, uh, I do like some biscuit songs. Actually, I've heard some I like. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I love that one that goes uh, um, uh, back back once again with the insurrection. No, no, that no, Rose. That's uh, that's resurrection. That's uh, that's not in insurrection. Oh, okay. Uh, my hearing isn't what it used to be. Uh huh. Which, which that that one about the Rittenhouse boy? Yeah, there's definitely no song about Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, you know, you know the song that my man's out on the loose. He's got a gun in his hand. Rose, that's I man. That was written before that kid was born. It's not about that kid at all. Not really. I could have sworn that was about a cow in the house. Oh, God. No, no, no. Biscuits, the problem with the disco biscuits is that they can't sing. Now, that Jerry Garcia, that was a voice. Uh, okay, well, Rose, we're not going to be seeing you on Dead and Company Tour, it sounds like. We're not going to be seeing you on Biscuit Tour. Uh, I mean, is there anyone that you are going to be seeing? Do you ever go see Fish? Fish? Bunch of liberal snowflakes singing about skyscrapers? <laughs> Come on. But Japanese, no thank you. I'm doing what I do every year. Widespread tour. What you need to do is you need to bring those fellas up onto your uh, radio show. It's a it's a podcast. Oh, I was told I was going to be doing a radio show. Yeah, that's... Is, I mean, it basically is the same thing. 
Well, only buy drugs from white people. Okay, Soros, we're gonna let you go. Okay, good, because I'm working on my patchwork Confederate flag right now. All right, everybody, and that's Right Wing Rose. Guys, I'm sorry about that. That was, that was awful. And now it's time for me to bring on my special guest for this episode. This man, you could say, is in a way solely responsible for what happened with this band sonically, with his just incredible synth playing and piano playing. Uh, he is an absolute genius behind the keys. I am so freaking pumped to have the keyboardist for the Disco Biscuits here in my studio. Everybody, give it up for... Aaron, thank you so much for coming onto the lot scene. We are so excited to get into this with you. And just just to clarify, it is pronounced Aaron. Aaron, right? Not not Aaron. What the fuck? Are you fucking high? The answer, please. That question fucking blew. Ah, I'm sorry, that was a stupid question. Sorry if you friggin' don't. My man, ATD, it's all good, dude. It is all good, dude. I'm excited to be here. Love what you're doing here on the lot scene. And just fucking pump, dude. I'm so fucking amped right now, dude. Dude, I am too, man. I am I am so amped to have you, dude. You are so freaking good at your freaking keyboard. I am so freaking good at it, dude. I'm so fucking good at keyboards. It's fucking nuts. I've always been good at it, dude. You've always been good at it? Since freaking I came out my mom's freaking snatch, I just freaking tickle in the freaking ivories, baby. Just like no one else ever freaking ever heard in their life. I just freaking just tickle them, baby. Tickle them. You probably, when you were a kid, you probably were just like freaking just crushing it with the piano and stuff. Oh, I was crushing piano and I was crushing puss, ATD. Oh, I, I don't doubt it. I'm a fucking animal. Oh, I, I believe it, man. Dude, sorry if you're freaking out. You know what you're doing right now, ATD? Uh, do I know what I'm, I mean, I, do I know what I'm interviewing Aaron Magner? You're chilling briefly, dude. You're chilling fucking briefly right now with fucking mags, dude. Fucking what? Dude, I know. I know. Again, super pumped on that, dude. I love your energy, dude. Fucking hey, dude. Sorry if you're freaking out, dude. You said it, dude. Beep, beep. So, dude, tell me this. No. ADD, I'm going to tell you exactly what you want to know. Okay. So I know what the fuck you're going to ask before you even fucking know what you're going to ask. Oh, oh, you do? Yeah. So I'll answer your first question. Yeah, I don't think my songs are played enough. Actually, I didn't I didn't have that down. Yeah, exactly. You didn't even think to ask that. Hey, Max, do you think they play your songs enough? Fuck no. Okay, dude? I wrote fucking Spy, dude. Yeah, dude. That song's sick. Yeah, it's fucking sick, dude. It's fucking Spy, dude. Oh, yeah, it's fucking Spy. Dude. Step inside, dude. Yeah, I like that one. That's really good. They, and they don't play it enough. I've, that's what I'm saying. I wrote unspoken rhyme, motherfucker. Yeah, dude. And where, where's that been? Exactly, man. Not on the fucking set list, dude. I wrote fucking Spaga, dude. I am fucking Spaga. Yeah, you wrote Spaga. I wrote fucking Spaga. You wrote Spaga. I wrote fucking Spaga, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? That song's fucking brilliant, dude. I'll fucking fight someone right now. Dude, you don't have to fight. Dude, sorry if you fucking don't, dude. Who are you even fighting? Who are you even looking at? There's no one even over there. I'll fucking kill. Dude, dude, just chill. <laughs> Alright, I'm good, dude. I'm good. I'm good. Dude, I wrote fucking Air Song, dude. That song's a fucking gem, dude. 
It's a freaking beast. It is. Every time you guys play it, I'm like, yes, I love this fucking song, yeah. dude. Yeah, except we don't play it enough, dude. We play it like twice a year, maybe. Yeah, but what's up with that, dude? You're making a good point, actually. Yeah, I'm making a good fucking point, dude. I'm fucking Magner, okay? Put some fucking respect on my name. Yeah, dude. All right? Yeah, I mean, Air Song's sick, dude. Every time you guys play it, I'm like, this is fucking killer. Yeah, it is fucking killer. Do you want me to play a clip? You have a dope clip of Air Song? Anytime Air Song's played, it's a fucking dope Air Song. I don't need to bring any clips, okay? So wait, just, so you don't have any clips? No, I don't have any clips, okay? You know what, though? But I will record next time. I bang your freaking mom, ATD. Oh, boom. Sorry if you freaking don't, dude. Okay, so let me ask you a quick question. The answer, please. Okay, so how do you, so how do you come up with the, the music that you make? Oh, I don't know. Maybe by being a friggin' genius? First of all, let me get the record fucking straight here above the dame, okay? The Biscuits, okay? We're a tier one jam band, okay? Not tier two, okay? We're the only ones really fucking jamming, okay? We're the only fucking ones really putting out there night after night, okay? Fuck everybody else, okay? Fucking Biscuits fucking jam harder than anybody, okay? It's freaking Magner, baby. Freaking tickling the iris. Fucking giving you the fucking sense that freaking you need in your freaking veins. Just <sighs> sorry if you freaking down, dude. I'm fucking better than everybody, dude. I'm fucking better than fucking Mozart. I'm fucking better than fucking Beethoven, dude. So roll over, Beethoven, you freaking loser. It's Mags, baby. And I'm the freaking greatest. Okay, well, uh, here's another question I had for you. You, uh, you recently, a few times, got to play with Bill Kreitzman of The Grateful Dead. Uh, how was that? It was a freaking blast for Bill to play with me. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he said Brent, Pigpen, and all their other 12 different fucking keyboard players can't hold a fucking candle to the mags, baby. I don't care if you're talking microcosmically or fucking macrocosmically, dude. Because I'm banging your mom magnercosmically, bitch. Okay, you keep going back to banging my mom. And you know what? I didn't wear condom ATD. Oh, wait. Just kidding. I did. What is happening? Yeah, it was fucking magnums. <laughs> I'm going to need a pack of magnums because I'm banging your mom. Saren, what do you like to do when you're not playing for the biscuits? Other than write straight bangers. Have you heard Evolve? Oh my god, it's the best. Have you fucking heard Evolve? Oh, I've heard it. Evolve. Dude. I know, right? Right, dude, right. Right? Dude. I know, dude. It's fucking Evolve, dude. It's so fucking sick, dude. Dude, it is so good. It gets me so fucking amped, dude. I know, dude. It's like my Magner Opus, dude. It's your Magner Opus. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's fucking, dude, it's like a fucking love song to myself. I fucking love myself, dude. I'm so sick with fucking pianos and shit, dude. I'm so fucking good at making songs, dude. Yeah, but, I mean, and they're playing Evolve, man. You guys are playing Evolve all the time. Yeah, well, yeah, not enough. Not enough? I mean, you guys are playing, like, every three shows. Yeah, well, like, we should be playing every... Dude, sorry if you friggin' don't. Guys have been playing it a lot, though. Oh, not enough, dude. Never enough, okay? Never enough. No, but seriously, what do you what do you do uh, when you're not playing with the biscuits? Well, when I'm not fucking melting faces, I'm usually with my family melting their faces, ATD. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. I'm in the kitchen cooking, mostly. I make a killer omelet. And we do, like, raclette night on Wednesdays. And then on Tuesdays, I do Taco Tuesdays at the Magner household. 
Oh, yeah? I usually do a night where I make the freaking tacos and then play piano while my family eats. Everyone's all dressed up and it's magnificent. Wait, so you, so you make the dinner for your family and then while they're eating, you're just playing piano? Myself is out of control! If you got that fucking right above the dance, sorry if you freaking out. That's sick, dude. Yeah, you actually, you have a band side, side thing you call Spaga. Fucking sick song they should play it all the fucking time. Yeah, I agreed. They should play it all the time. And uh, and you did a live stream where you played love songs on piano on Valentine's Day. That's fucking right, baby. Fucking strap on your magnum condoms and get ready to plow your chick to some magnific, fucking magna cosmic, fucking magnadocious fucking jams, dude. That's right, dude. Did you fuck to magna? Well, uh, yeah, actually, I didn't. I didn't catch the live stream. You didn't fucking catch the live stream. Like I didn't fucking catch gonorrhea from your friggin' mom. Sorry if you freaking don't. No, but seriously, you didn't check out the live stream, dude. Nah, I missed it. Damn, dude, you missed fucking Magner, fucking playing boys to men. You fucking missed Meatloaf, dude. You fucking missed me fucking kicking those fucking old school jams, dude. I did some fucking Motown. I did some fucking Disney shit. You did Disney shit? Oh, I'll show you a whole new world, motherfucker. You know how many people got pregnant from that live stream? Uh, no, actually, I didn't get those numbers. Yeah, you didn't get those numbers. Well, I got a couple numbers for you, okay? 75. 75 people are now pregnant because of the Magner Valentine's Day live stream, okay? Sorry if you friggin' don't, dude. And now there's fucking 75 babies chilling briefly in a fucking belly right now, ready to pop out and fucking worship your boy, the fucking Magner, dude, the fucking genius that is me, the fucking king. Sorry if you fucking don't. No, I, that's crazy, dude. That many people are now pregnant, man. That's... Wow. Yeah, that is nuts, dude. Just like these nuts were in your mom's mouth last night. Bonita! <laughs> okay, well, enough enough of the mom stuff, okay? It's getting a little old. Oh, no, it's not getting old. Your mom's never getting too old above the days. I'm gonna keep hitting it and hitting it, okay? So, Aaron, what are you most excited about when it comes to the Disco Biscuits in 2022? What I'm most excited about? Aaron Magner. You're most excited about yourself? That's right. I'm most excited about me, baby. How sick I am. All the new fucking synth sounds you're gonna hear. All the friggin' times I just freaking crush the jam. All the freaking times I freaking put everybody on my back and say, Oh, we're going home, okay? Magnetickin' you home, baby. All the time everybody's just aimlessly noodling and then Magna comes in and saves the day. Every fucking jam. Just get on my back, baby. We gonna fly, okay? We gonna fly. Sorry, again. Friggin' out. I mean, other than that, is there anything you're excited about? I'm excited about hitting the fucking road, fucking hitting the hoodies, hitting the tables, fucking gambling, blowing my money. I'm excited about fucking breaking everybody's balls, fucking crushing eight balls, fucking smoking cigs. Oh, you still smoke cigs? Java switch to lights, baby. But don't tell my wife I said that. Um, she thinks I quit. Oh, yeah, secret safe with me. When I'm on the road, baby, I'm crazy. 
all right? No one's crazier than Magnum, baby. I'm the craziest one in the fucking group, dude, all right? I'm the most hardcore, okay? I party the fucking hardest. Every time you see me, I'm fucked up, okay? Every time you hang out with me after a show, I'm fucking doing lines. I'm fucking in a K-hole. I'm fucking drunk as fuck. Every time you see Magnum, baby, I'm seven sheets to the wind. I'm high as could be. I'm fucked up on God knows what. I'm fucking tripping balls. Every time you see me performing on a show and you're like, damn, it's like he's got eight hands or something. He's so fucking sick. Guess what, bitch? I'm so drunk. I can't fucking even think. And yet you, you look like you're very much in control. Yeah, of course I do. I'm fucking manga, baby. I'm always in control. I'm always cool as can motherfucking be. But guess what? I'm fucked up partying harder than everybody. I'm out there in the streets every night getting fucked up looking for crack. Looking for crack? Actually, yeah, if you could scratch that. You could take that part out. You want me to take that part out of the interview? Yeah, if you could just you could take that part out. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And I'm just party, baby. That's what I am. I'm a party machine, okay? You know what you're doing right now, AKK? I'm, I'm chilling briefly with Mags. You're chilling briefly with Mags, baby. That's right. You're chilling briefly with the king, dog. Well, Aaron, it has been an absolute pleasure to get this time with you. Hey, D.D., I know it's been a freaking pleasure, dude. I know that. It's a pleasure freaking anytime someone happens to bump into me. It's a pleasure anytime someone gets to hear the sweet sounds of my voice. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> it's always a pleasure every time someone hears me play a keyboard. It's a fucking pleasure, okay? Why? Because that's what I do. I give pleasure. I give thrills, okay? And in response, I just ask for one thing, D.D. What do you ask for, Aaron? To bang your sweet, sweet friggin' mom above the Dave. Aaron Magner, everybody. Sophie, friggin' bad, babes. Give it up for that guy. Well, everybody, that has been episode four of The Lot Scene. I'd like to thank Pigeons Playing Ping Pong, our guests Owen Wilson and Right Wing Rose, and of course, Aaron Magner from the Disco Biscuits. It has been an interesting one, a weird one. Uh, but we'll be back next week where we will be... Uh, talking about songs that have gotten shelved. And what's up with that? And we're going to be playing another clip of some biscuits on the road. Uh, a good friend of mine, Sunshine, is going to be popping in and talking with us. We're going to be having a very special sit-down with Trey Anastasio. Uh, and he is going to be, I can't believe I'm saying this, debuting a new fish song. So please, come back next week for another episode of... The Lot Scene.